This is Center Stage, putting your firm in the spotlight by highlighting business owners and other industry experts to help take your firm to the next level. Hey everyone, and welcome to Center Stage. I'm your host, John Henson. And this week we're discussing something that I think many lawyers deal with or or have a need for from time to time, and that is the need for forensics. And I'll be completely upfront with with all of you. Like this is a topic that I personally am not super familiar with. You know, I'm more in that marketing world. I don't get into kind of the day-to-day, you know, elements of of casework and and things that, that you guys might be dealing with. But I do know that it's something that um, many lawyers have questions about, um, you know, and, and they're looking for resources. And so um, I have found someone who I think can provide that help. Um, so, you know, I'm going to be just as much of a listener today as a host. And so uh, I will allow our guest this week to, to really hand over a lot of that expertise. Uh, and that is Edgar Fritz from Reliance Forensic. So Edgar, thanks for joining us. I have no problem. So yeah, real quick, uh, you know, tell us uh, about yourself, a little bit about Reliance Forensics. How'd you get into this world? So I come from the background of law enforcement. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, worked for the FBI for almost 20 years, and I had several different job roles uh, within the FBI. Um, none more specifically in forensics, uh, but while I was with the FBI, I did have a couple of um, what we called collateral duties. Uh, where you are still doing your your nine to five job, but then you do other jobs uh, as needed. So it's not a, a full time um, thing that you're doing. You're just, you know, whenever it's needed, you get to work with something else. Uh, so one of those duties was working with uh, digital media um, mm-hmm. for a, one of the units in our headquarters. And I got to learn a lot about um closed circuit television and um, body cam recordings, um, doing enhancements on audio and video, uh, also doing some obscuring. So if you ever see a bank robbery and there's uh, innocent bystanders and you don't want those people to be shown, you know, just blurring out Mm -hmm. people in the background, things of of that nature. Um, Also with audio recordings, um, doing the same thing. Um, If we have a confidential informant and he has a recording uh, with some uh, subjects um, mm-hmm. we don't want our sub our informants voice to be clear to the listener if this is going to, to trial or if it's just going to be shown to other people of interest um, we want to kind of um, maintain that that covertness um, so yeah. you know i learned a lot of those skills uh, while i was with the fbi Mm-hmm. And um, I've been able to use these skills here in the uh, private sector at Reliance Forensics. Awesome. So, you know, I, I guess broadly speaking, because I know you guys and in, in your kind of specialty is in that media forensics kind of uh, arena. You know, you talked about, you know, altering voices, blurring out faces. You know, is is that is that technically media forensics or is there a lot more to it than that? There's definitely a lot more to it. So that was just one of the job roles that I had um, prior. Okay. Um, but I did get a master's degree in digital media forensics, and that was more on the authentication piece of it. Um, so getting more in depth into what is a file, um, audio file, video file, image, and see if it's authentic. See mm-hmm. if uh, it's been altered in any way. Um, 
things of that nature, trying to figure out what uh, recording device created a recording. Um, so that is more what is considered more of the traditional forensics. Um, but that term forensics is, is used very broadly. Um, people will use forensics for anything from looking at a video and trying to see if um, we can obtain a license plate or if we can see, hey, are the, is that the same shirt that's being um, used by this person in this video? Is that the same shirt that we have here in person? Um, can we tell the height of uh, a person that's walking into a store from the video? Uh, so it's a very general, broad term uh, that's uh, used as forensics. Um, now, specifically media forensics, it's going to be more on that authentication side of things. Um, so cool. So yeah, so, you know, basically, you know, just getting any kind of information and, and all that. Are there are there things in that that you are, um, you know, I guess, where's that line between things that you're legally allowed to do with various forms of media versus where it becomes like you just can't legally do that? Well, it depends what the purpose of, of what we're doing is, right? Um, here at Reliance Forensics, we're not always working for a case that's going to be uh, going to uh, trial, right? So yeah. if we're taking somebody's um, audio recording and they're like, hey, um, you know, I recorded uh, this phone call um, between myself and this other party, but I can't really hear what's going on. And it was a legally obtained recording and we're just mm -hmm. trying to enhance it. Um, it definitely is something that, that we can do to help to provide uh, the client with something that's going to be useful to them. Um, okay. uh, we are, well, myself, I'm, I'm not an attorney. So right. I don't make those decisions as far as legality of, of what we were obtaining and, and what we're not. Um, but we do usually work with the attorneys in order to make sure that everything that's done here is uh, done properly, right? Yeah. So I can perform something to enhance a video or obscure something. Um, and that depending on, on the attorney, if they're going to be able to use that in, in court or not, or if it's even mm -hmm. going to, uh, to court or not. Got it. So, so essentially, you know, you guys just do the work. It's really up to the attorney and the liability is really on the attorney as to whether or not it's, it's legally admissible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Um, so, our, so, so our director, um, yeah. our director here at Reliance Forensics is an attorney, um, okay. but he's not practicing as an attorney. Right. He does provide us some guidance and he knows what's going on as far as, um, what we're doing uh, for our own benefit. But at the end of the day, it's going to be on the attorneys that are uh, hiring us uh, to yeah. know what is legally admissible and what is not. Yeah. And, and that's probably the smart way to do it for sure. Yeah. So what what's the process kind of look like for enhancing digital media? I mean, so like, you know, like what kind of technology or would you even use to do that? Like, is it, you know, for example, um, you know, like in our world, we can use something like Photoshop to like remove people from images or like enhance images in that way. Is it like, does the technology that you guys use, is that just like, is it something that's readily available that anybody can use or is it something special in your industry? Well, to be honest, the Adobe uh, suites is something that's uh, used in forensics. Uh, it, it is some of the tools that are, that are used um, as an industry standard. Uh, it is, mm -hmm some powerful um, software uh, yeah. and 
as you, I'm, I'm sure you know, Photoshop, the way that most consumers use it is you're not even getting into, a, you know, a tenth of what it can it can do. So yeah. those are very powerful tools. There are other um, softwares that, that do similar things. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, all we're doing is taking in uh, some pixels or some audio signal and we're changing it in one way or another. Uh, mm -hmm. So all it is is a software that's able to manipulate um, that information and then, yeah. um, you know, put something out that's uh, enhanced or, you know, obscured or whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. So, you know, I know in your case, you know, you said you had worked with the FBI, you know, and, and then you kind of got into this world. I mean, did you and, and other people kind of in your similar position, you know, is there, you know, kind of an audio engineering background, a video editing background component to it? Or is it just, you know, you kind of learn these things as you go? Well, it, it, it does vary. Um, yeah. Personally, I have a master's degree in digital media forensics, um, okay. which does come from uh, a school that is in the, the media uh, program. So it's more yeah. on the recording arts. Um, and a lot of the people that I um, that I went to school with uh, do have that background from uh, the recording arts. So um, they went from more of a musical background uh, and into more of this technical forensic because uh, at the end of the day, the skills um, do translate. So yeah. if you know how to clean up audio, if you know how to enhance or remove uh, background noise, things like that, that's going to be the techniques that are being used to enhance an audio for a um, authentication or sorry, for a, a trying to enhance it for um, a speaker's voice or, or some of that nature. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I, I, we kind of talked a little bit about like, you know, enhancement and, and authentication. And I just want to make sure that I understand it properly. You know, the it's basically kind of step one, step two, right? Or are they kind of interchangeable? Um, no, they're, they're different um, pieces of, of, of the puzzle. So it just depends on, on what we're looking at. Um, okay. Sometimes we're just trying to enhance um, a video so we can see um, a subject's uh, identifying features like if mm -hmm. we're trying to look at a, a tattoo or a license plate on a vehicle or, or things like that yeah. that's on the enhancement uh, side of it authentication can be anything between hey was this recording made with this camera or this uh, recording device or was this uh, video altered in any way mm -hmm. um, is that a deep fake uh, so of that nature that is the authentication side of it yeah. And, and you brought up, you brought up deep fakes uh, because I mean, I feel like that's, that's going to become just a very serious issue moving forward because it can be so easy to manipulate videos and images. And I think a lot of people like right now do it as like kind of an obvious joke where they're like, you know, kind of deep fake the president's face on someone who's just dancing and it's, you know, right. silly, but I mean, you know, in your opinion, I mean, how do you see this becoming, you know, is it going to become a legitimate issue or do you think it's, you know, silly enough that like it'll just kind of stay in that kind of joke arena? Well, I think at this point it is a legitimate issue already. Uh, it is um, not easily done, but there is ways to make a video look completely real. 
Mm-hmm. And it completely fools somebody, um, not just visually, but uh, with the voice too. So it is doable. Um, their technology exists to be able to fake people out. That's why they're called deep fakes. Yeah. Um, and um, the thing is, that's a visual um, way to fake the video, right? So mm-hmm. just because it, it's fake in our eyes does not mean that the uh, underlying files are faking us out too. So yeah. When we're talking about authentication, um, the first step, sure, it's visually like if it clearly looks like, okay, there's a dragon in the background, you know, that's truly, you know, easily said, okay, that's fake. But, you know, in a sense, we go, that's, you know, that's the first thing that you just uh, get out of the way. Um, There's so many other steps that we take in order to see if something has been um, doctored with, if it is real or or not real. Um, Yeah. So just because a deep fake, is very very realistic doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to fool us from a forensic standpoint yeah and, and that's yeah and i like i just had that light bulb moment i, I can't believe I, I didn't think of that when i was when i was prepping for the show but yeah i i mean i i can just imagine that's going to be like one of the biggest things that people deal with in, in the next few years just uh, like on a very even yeah. on a very personal level like you know like a guy you know a girl breaks up with a guy and then he can just you know deep fake her to blackmail or ruin her reputation and, yeah. and you know well absolutely yeah and, and that's uh i'm not saying that's something that we're seeing uh now but it's it's 100 yeah. plausible um yeah. and then most common users are not going to to go beyond hey does this look like my ex does this look like the person that that i think i know and are they saying those things sure i mean that's easily um that easily can be achieved to hurt somebody's reputation or somebody's feelings or or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the last thing that I have then um, that I just thought of um, just for my own kind of edification, just as someone who kind of observes this world as a consumer, you know, you see all these crime shows, CSI or whatever the case is, and they'll have a scene where they're looking at a frame from like closed circuit television and it's like super blurry. And then they just sweep over it and all of a sudden it's crystal clear. How accurate is that? Oh, 100%. We have the enhance button. We just click it one time. And it's done. <laughs> um, no, I mean, honestly, that that is one of the, the hardest things that we have to fight against uh, from a forensic standpoint. Um, yeah. You know, your, your typical consumer, your typical person that watches something like CSI is going to be expecting those things. And, and even when we're going to, uh, to trial, your jury is going to be expecting those things. And, and most of the yeah. time, they're not realistic. Um, there are many things that we can do, many techniques that we can that we can do. But at the end of the day, if you're recording, you know, 10 pixels, you're not going to make those into, you know, a 4K image. Um, okay. So we do fight against that, that uh, preconceived notion that people have. Um, but there are techniques, like if we have um, something called like frame stacking, so if you have a video um, of an area of uh, a parking lot, so it's a, a still video, it's not moving, and you have a, a car that's kind of in the corner and it's darker, if you take all the frames from a video and you make them in, into stills, yeah. and then you stack them on top of each other, um, you can do a little bit of uh, a Photoshop work, a more advanced uh, um, Photoshop um, that you would average all the frames and then from there you kind of get more clarity on what a license license plate would look like um so there are some techniques that we can do to to extract more information than it's 
uh, easily viewed on, on a video or on, on a on a picture. Um, Got it. Yeah. So there are some techniques that we can do, but the whole um, you know enhance button and, and clean this up yeah. and, and <laughs> zoom 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 until we right. you know, we can see the the person's uh, image on the reflection on somebody's uh, diamond ring. Uh, yeah. Still not there yet. I wish I was though. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot more business if I did. Right. Yeah. No. I, I, but I mean, still. I mean, I think the thing that at least I'm walking away from today is that I mean that the, there's so much technology out there that can, you know, get a lot more answers. Uh, and, and help out way more so than, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And so yeah. it's a lot harder to get away with things, Yeah, you know, and, and that's why, you know, lawyers and, and all that come to guys like you uh, to, to help out. So um, before we wrap up, uh, how can people get in touch with Reliance Forensics uh, and, and learn more about the services that you guys provide? Sure. I mean, you can reach out to us. We have uh, on our website is uh, reliancefrensics.com. Um, you can uh, call us at uh, area code 980-335-0710. And we, you know, if you give us a call, we can have a a conversation on depending on uh, what your case may be. Every case is is unique. Um, We take all kinds of different cases from uh, big corporate uh, cases to personal uh, divorce, uh, things like that. Uh, So, it just depends on on your situation. Um, we try to talk through the uh, with the client to see what we can offer, what we can provide as a as a service. Uh, see if there's anything that we can do. Um, we handle all kinds of different uh, digital evidence: um, laptops, cell phones, servers, uh, collections of uh, cloud uh, cloud collections from uh, iCloud or from social media. Uh, and we can do several different things uh, from searching for things that have been deleted uh, in some cases or just preservation. Um, we can do, like I said, some of that media forensic stuff. Uh, we can do some enhancements. We can do authentication, uh, even uh, mapping of uh, cell phone tower analysis. If you have, mm. uh, you know, uh, sometimes we deal uh, from the defense side of things uh, if law enforcement has obtained uh, cell phone towers for uh, a case, uh, we can map that and, and try to uh, either um, disprove or corroborate, uh, you know, whatever law enforcement is is given us. Got it. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, just all kinds of things, uh, you know, even if you're not sure, I, I think it's still worthwhile to, to give them a call and check them out and see if they can help in some way. So um, that's going to do it for us this week. I, you know, I definitely learned a lot. Hope you guys, um, you know, I mean, if you're a lawyer out there and you're in this world a lot, you know, um, maybe good, at least at the very least a good refresher, but maybe you learn some things too about, you know, just all the capabilities that are out there and available to you. Um, otherwise, uh, continue to rate review us wherever you're consuming the show. And that's going to do it. Edgar, thanks so much for joining us again. All right. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to spotlightbranding.com slash center stage.